0: Hello friends, this is Series 10 of Satisfied. The Series 10 podcast enhance the Heartbreak to Hope Bible study covering the Gospel of Mark in the New Testament. I'm Melanie Newton, just an everyday kind of woman who loves the Lord and His Word. In the last podcast, we looked at how we as Jesus' disciples can dare to be different from our world. Today's podcast will cover Lesson 7 of the Heartbreak to Hope Bible study, We will look at how and why we can treasure Jesus Christ as God's gift to us. Think back to a time in your youth. When you heard the name of Jesus, what popped into your mind? I spent my childhood years in Sunday school and church. I learned that Jesus died for the sins of the world, including my sins. I learned that he rose from the dead, but I never got the message that Jesus wanted to know me personally. Then I got to college. After a year or so of floundering around, I started attending meetings sponsored by a campus ministry. There I heard the leaders give an invitation to know Jesus personally and that Jesus wanted to know me. Someone had me read John chapter 10 verse 10. Jesus stated in that verse that he offers everyone a life that is abundant and full. I was at a point in my life where I was feeling emptiness. Full is not empty. Full means to have purpose and meaning. I needed that. Then I discovered Jesus' invitation to me in Matthew chapter 11. He basically says, Come to me, connect to me, learn from me, rest with me. That sounded pretty wonderful. Jesus invited me to a life of fullness, freedom, and joy. I said yes to that invitation. My life turned on a dime and I've never looked back with any regret. And I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that Jesus Christ is who He says He is. One day Jesus took Peter, James, and John with Him and led them up a high mountain where they were all alone. There Jesus was changed before them. The Bible says that His clothes became dazzling white, whiter than anyone in the world could bleach them. Then a cloud appeared and covered them all, and a voice came from the cloud, This is my Son, whom I love. Listen to Him. The message was loud and clear. Jesus is the Son of God. And what he says about God, about himself, and about how to live our lives is supremely important. Christianity is Christ. It's not a lifestyle. It's not rules of conduct. It's not a society of people who have joined together by the sprinkling or covering of water. Christianity is a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. He invites every man, woman, and child into a close relationship with himself as brothers, sisters, and friends. Just like he invited those who knew him 2,000 years ago. And as you respond to his invitation to know him and believe in him, you discover that Jesus Christ is the ultimate grace gift to you and to me. But who is Jesus? The New Testament teaches that He is the Son of God, who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life just by believing in Him as the Savior. I'm sure you've heard people say, Jesus never claimed to be God, but is that true? When you look at the text of the first four books of the New Testament, which tell of Jesus' life, you see that not only did Jesus claim to be God, but He also claimed to be the answer to the needs of the human heart. In the Gospels, Jesus consistently calls God His Father. He declared His right to judge and said that He deserves the honor that belongs to God. Those are pretty radical statements. The works He was doing could only be done by God. Even in His trials before the Jewish and Roman leaders, Jesus did not defend Himself against the accusations against Him But he did speak about something especially. He clearly and boldly claimed his identity as the promised anointed one of God. He claimed to be the son of man who was also the son of God. Jesus was not just a good teacher. He claimed and demonstrated that he was God in human flesh. Jesus was fully human. We have a harder time wrapping our brains around that fact than we do believing he was God. Yet Jesus experienced the normal process of body development from a child to an adult man. He obeyed his parents and learned to live with at least four brothers and two sisters. In his human body, Jesus felt hunger and thirst. Tears fell down his cheeks when his friends were hurting. He had the normal human emotional response of anger against the stubborn hearts of the religious people who opposed him and were not teachable. During the last hours before his death, he experienced distress and pain just as you and I would. He was completely human while being completely God. None of us can really understand how this is, but we must accept it as truth. And because Jesus was fully human, he understands every single one of your heartaches and my heartaches. He experienced human life for more than 30 years. He gets your physical pain, your feelings of rejection, and your strained relationships. He gets your abuse, your grief, and your impatience because those were part of his life as well. Jesus interacted with men and women everywhere he went. And there were so many who had heartaches and pain filled with uncertainty about their future. Jesus looked upon the crowds of people with compassion. He not only felt their need, but also wanted to do something about it. And he did something. Jesus was fully human, but he did not sin. Why is that? He lived in perfect love for God the Father, his Father. Because he loved God perfectly, he lived in perfect dependence on God the Father and perfect obedience. And he gave us a pattern to follow so that we can learn to love God and to depend upon him by faith too. Not only was he fully human, but Jesus was also fully God. In Colossians chapter 1, Paul writes the strongest statement of the supremacy and deity of Jesus as the Christ and the Lord found anywhere in the New Testament. Jesus is the image of the invisible God. He is the exact representation of God's likeness. We're not talking about His face, but His character. That's in Colossians 1 verse 15. Jesus as the Son of God is the firstborn over all creation. This refers to him being the one who had priority and supremacy over everything that God the Father owned. He inherited all of it. That's also in Colossians 1:15. Jesus was the creator. He was not created. All things were created by him and through him. Colossians chapter 1 verse 16. Jesus holds all things together. Christ is the controlling and unifying force in nature. Colossians 1:17. Jesus is also head of the church the Jews and Gentiles are combined into one body of believers and he is the head of that body colossians 1:18 all god's fullness dwells in jesus the totality of god's powers and attributes are in jesus there is nothing missing there is nothing more of god that we can get apart from jesus that's in colossians chapter 1 verse 19 Jesus is fully God and is Lord over all. In the New Testament, Jesus is called the Lord Jesus Christ. Christ is His title. It comes from the Greek word Christos, which translates the Hebrew title Messiah, meaning anointed one. According to Psalm 110 verse 1, the Messiah would sit at the right hand of God and be called Lord. Jesus not only claimed this for Himself, but also demonstrated that He was the Son of God who sits at God's right hand. Jesus is the Christ. He is also the Lord. Lord means Master. As fully God and fully man, you can be confident that Jesus as human understands how you feel and is powerful enough as God to take care of your every need. When you go to Him in prayer, You can trust that he understands, that he knows how you're feeling and what your needs are at that moment. You can trust his compassion toward you to meet your needs. Are you confident of that? Jesus invites you to trust in what he says about himself, that he is the son of God, and believe that he died on the cross for you. Have you done that? As soon as you trust in Christ to be your Savior, you begin a loving relationship with the God of the universe. From then on, you have a new spiritual life with God's Spirit living inside you and producing many new qualities in you as you respond to Him. You receive complete love and acceptance by God as your Father. You receive treasure that is yours to know and experience for the rest of your earthly life. When you trust in Christ, He is in your life forever. You will never be without Him, ever. The treasure that God offers you in Jesus Christ is greater than anything you could substitute for Him. Why not spend the rest of your life getting to know this Jesus who gave Himself for you so you could have a new life? As God the Father said, listen to Him. Let Jesus satisfy your heart with hope, healing, and love as you get to know Him and trust Him more each day. Until next time, I'm Melanie Newton, and this is Series 10 of Satisfied.